Welcome to the Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shoutouts, fun facts, and weekly banner. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White, Dr. Adam Kay, and Sarah Ann Whitbeck. Welcome back to Fracture Line 2024, January 1. That's, that's pretty exciting. How long have we been doing this? I feel like we've been doing this for a while. Three on a, years. On a weekly basis. Oh, God. Which is pretty amazing. But Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> it's amazing that anybody still listens to it. It's a lot of wasted time is what that is. It's amazing anybody Somebody still listens it. after 100 years. Well, my mom's very dedicated. So, you know, well, there's that. Somebody could have cured cancer. Do you remember when you helped us move stuff to the summit, to the Denver summit, and you came over to my house with your truck, and my mom met you, <laughs> and she was like, oh, I recognize your voice, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that's me on the podcast. People that listen. was great. It was like, you guys were already buddies. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So in preparation for today's pod... Sarah and I have assembled a quiz. Yes, a year-end quiz. And the idea here is that the listeners will take the quiz along with us. It'll be on the honor system. And if they get them all right, then they can let us know and we'll send them a gift. I was told there would be no math in this episode. There's no math. Okay. We'll do the counting for you. Yeah. You just have to dig down deep and remember the podcasts from this year, because all this material comes from 2023 podcasts. I'll go first. All right, first one. Here's the first one. May 25th episode of the pod, we introduced the idea of surgical pizza. Try to remember that. Surgical pizza is one of these three. Surgical pizza is a trauma podcast hosted by two Italians. B, Dr. Bauman's blog centered around his culinary trip through Milan. Or C, a technique developed by Dr. Crisco for training rib surgeons <laughs> to spare muscle by using pizza slices oh. and avoiding the pepperoni. I see how this is going to go. I know the answer. Can we answer, or do we have to? Or do we have to? We have to let the listener. Yeah, I just thought these would lead. The answer is definitely A. Interesting discussion. Oh no, I think you can a. answer. Uh, um, foolery. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the answer is A. A. And Bob and Ron. Those friends of ours. Their names were. <laughs> I don't remember their names. Enrico was one of the names. And remember that? These were Italian surgical residents who yeah. had a, a blog where they uh, where they discussed yeah. all manner of things. They, these guys were delightful. We met them in Europe. Good-looking dudes. Well, because they're Italian. Yes, you know. I Googled them. And, yeah, they were great. I actually spent a little time on their blog. I thought it was extraordinarily interesting because it's – it's just old school shit. <laughs> very, old, very old school ACS. Yeah. Okay. Sarah, you go ahead. Give us another quiz. Who was the gracious German host of the inaugural Gertigen CUS course? We interviewed him. Is this multiple choice? Oh, I know who this is, but I don't. Uh, I'd say it's Schultz Strolz. Or, or, uh, is think this one multiple Schultz choice? Strolz, no? no, you have nope, to know you this have one. to know his name. He was on that call. It's not. <clears throat> nope. Wasn't he? No te creo, sir. No te creo. And he was not and he was not at Seawis International either. Came a day late. Yes. Came a day late. And I can picture him, but I can't picture his Tall, name. blonde hair. Yeah. Good looking yeah. guy. Chris Baring. Yes. 
Dr. Chris Faring from Gertigen, and he is having his yeah. second Gertigen course if anyone wants to join us in October, and I can't think of the date, but great time to be in Germany. Gertigen is amazing. If you're interested, send a note. We could chat. Okay, Dr. White, question three. Okay. Oh. Doctors Bauman and Ms. Whitbeck share one annoying passion. That's rude. <laughs> Probably more than one, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm into this question. Um, I don't feel like I previewed this question, and I'm judging you already. A love of Michael Jackson, golf, salsa dancing, or the Dallas Cowboys? Cowboys. I'm sorry. Maybe you didn't Double. see America's team beat everybody on Saturday night. <laughs> All right. Excellent question. Okay, which member of the podcast team won a contest for their gaming November mustache? Oh. It was gross. Even though it looked like he should be in a van down by Thank the river. Thank you. Even though he looked like he should live in the It was not me. Not No, no it was not me. It was Carl. It was Dr. Chris It was Carl Hansen. I tried to win. Correct. Yes. You just looked like you belonged under the viaduct. He actually won an award for it. Yeah. So that's even worse. Yours was disgusting and not award winning. Do you know that his Carl had... was likewise had, gross. He had wax in his pocket every day. And he would wax. He still does. He still waxes it. Oh, and it's, correct. It's, it's got food <laughs> and wax in it. Just terrible. Um, okay, your question. Doctor, uh, well, I found the pizza guys. Okay. Mm. Doctor Gabrielle Belli- Bellio nice and Doctor Enrico Morano. Correct. Yes. Okay. In the July 24th episode, Doctor Babak Sarani, president elect of CWIS, led a spirited evisceration of the original CWIS meeting name. Was it A? the rib consortium, B, the rib colostrum, C, the rib colloquium, or D, the rib congress? I definitely know the answer is is uh, C, the colloquium, but I think he said colostrum in that episode. Well done. <laughs> he definitely did, because it, then it went to molluscum, and it went, it went downhill from there. I, I re-listened to almost all the episodes, and it was one of my favorites. It just... It just which fracture line host has a standing amputation clause in all patient consults in or patient consents, including sore throats? <laughs> when patients come in, they're like, Doc, I have a sore throat. He's like, but first sign my oh, amputation clause. That's you know, a low blow. Just in case. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? It's my least favorite case. Good. Correct. Our uh, fearless leader, Dr. Crisco, who's never seen a <laughs> a limb that he isn't willing to oh, just smart. relieve someone of at a moment's notice. Next question, please. Are you guys enjoying this? I am very much. I think the listeners are going to love this. Oh, yeah. Shubal listens with all his kids in the car. He All of his kids are in the car. He listens every day. Yeah. I do listen now. Shubal won the joke. Yes. Shubal did win the joke. 
we told that joke that we were going to prank call him and then he text messaged back as soon as it posted and he already knew that was hilarious that was one of my favorite moments because i was driving with my parents i was on a trip to alaska with my parents and suddenly got this text message from shul that like <laughs> my refrigerator is running just fine and i burst out laughing it was fantastic it was a great moment of my life yeah i loved it okay i'll give you another one of my questions what is the average rating of Fracture Line reviews in our online reviews? <laughs> is there a negative number that's available for the online? It's a one reviews? to five star rating. <laughs> what is the average rating? How many stars do we get on average when people rate the podcast? I'm gonna say three. I'm gonna go with 4.2. <laughs> Those are both excellent guesses. But we have a five star out of five star rating, you guys. From four hey, reviews. Eight reviewers. So I'm just gonna say all eight people that, that reviewed the pod like it. So feeling pretty good. Next question. What, what's the next question? Okay. This question is regarding our first CWIS meeting, which was proudly named the Colloquium. That was in the spring of 2016, uh, which will be eight years ago in this uh, in a couple of months in Park City, Utah. Which member slash former president will be forever remembered for his sunburned schnoz? Oh, number I don't one, that one. Larry. No, no, Walton. no. You don't even need to. You don't even need to list them. Okay. Tell us. It is Mario Gaspari. He had the He's got the nose for it. doggle outline that I have ever seen. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of sunburnt. I've seen a <laughs> lot of sunburnt people in my life and my career. And that one took the cake. It was yeah, amazing. Was pretty, it was epic. It was so amazing. The only one that's worse is when I lived in the Caribbean, we had this young teenage girl come down with blonde hair. And she got cornrows put in. Oh, no. And the next day she got sent home because she had to go to a burn. Oh, no. From, from the sun because, 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 because nobody in the Caribbean would touch her hair. Because her scalp was oh, so burned. Poor thing. He was a good sport about it, though. I will say that. We teased him all weekend long, and he was such a good sport. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He was a very good sport. Okay. I have one more. The two-parter. On April 15th episode, we interviewed Johnny Wellerness about his extensive experience as a surgical program director. Who is Johnny Wellerness? What's his, his professional name? Is it A, John Edwards, B, John Green, or C, Jonathan Wynn? Jonathan Wynn is a trauma surgeon at in Emory University in Atlanta. He's in Johnny uh, Atlanta at Grady. He's terrific. You'd know his face. He came to the summit. It's Vietnamese win. N-G-U-Y-E-N. Not W-R-N. He's a smart guy. Yeah. For sure. He was a huge help to us at the summit this year. So true. Last year. Uh, yeah. In Charlotte. He and his, his, his team. They were great. Hello, Father of Time. <laughs> Father of Time. I feel really bad now. I, I mean, it was almost better if Zach hadn't joined us because I feel like he's, we left we left him out of some really all these really cool questions. It's true. We had a we had a quiz. We had a quiz. We're down to the last question. But he is wearing an East hoodie instead of a Seawas hoodie, so he already left himself yeah, out. Yeah, get rid so, of that. Thing. Um, 
Yeah. It's just hanging in my. It's just hanging in my. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean that, you that keep your my, East clothes my... nearby you, whereas you put your Seawis clothes like in your your storage. I wear my Seawis clothes all over the world. I just wear my East clothes here in my office. Mmm, that's sweet. So on that same April fifteenth episode when we interviewed Johnny Wellness. Oh man. He referred to one of our CWIS members as the Trauma Yeti. Who can tell us who the Trauma Yeti is? You want a multiple choice questions? Zach, do you know who it is? We're doing a quiz. Mike Wagner? <laughs> ben Christie? Well, I mean, are we like, are we talking about like length of hair? Like, uh... no. It's just a, no. It's just a nickname. But he is tall. But he is tall. True story. Everett Erickson? Everett's pretty tall. No, No, that's not who it was. Right. Brad Thomas is the the trauma daddy. Well done, Andy. Brad Thomas. You know what we should do, Sarah? We should allow everybody to put in their nicknames on their uh, badges. That should be their badge. Ever can be the angry mm-hmm. Viking. That's a great idea. That is Let's an do excellent that. idea. Can they do that during registration? Can there be a thing for their... That would be fantastic. How would you like your name with the that badge? Happen. Make that happen. For example, the angry Yeti. You know, like, do the residents have do the residents have nicknames for you guys? You know, things like that, right? Like, when Scrubs was popular, I had a resident that used to call me Dr. Dorian. Uh, um, um, uh, whoever the angry one was. I uh, forget what his name was. And I used to call the, that resident Dorothy. He stole my phone as Dorothy. Dorothy. <laughs> Did we ever have any CWIS members um, get a nickname of like Elf on the Shelf? I've never had. I just wondered. I, there are some who cause problems daily, but that's not really, I wouldn't necessarily call them Elf on the Shelf to their face. <laughs> Can I just say, Tom, Tom, where are you today? You have all these beautiful awards hanging over your head here. This is very impressive. <laughs> Look at this place. Is that a baby Yoda there to your your left as well? He's in his home office. I'm on a different planet. I'm on Coruscant. Yeah, he's got his Bragwall. He's got his Danny DeVito and his Grogu. We, we all should aspire to be like this. This is impressive. Whatever. Well, who has Vixident? Who has Vixident in their house? People with dentures? Yeah. Where did that come from? You guys can tell that I'm such a stress case that I grind my teeth. So I have a mouth guard. And the best way to clean mouth guards is actually fix it down. Okay. <laughs> when I saw that cup and you were saying, I just cleaned my dentures, I was thinking, is he with some elderly people? Like, what? <laughs> Whose teeth are in that cup? And it did look like my dentures were in there because it's my mouth. And then I was thinking, I wonder if he has falsies. Like, it, I was, and so then I was going to press it and ask additional questions, but I decided to just let it slide. So it was. I do, I do actually have a whole bunch of fake teeth here um, that's uh, bonding, but uh, but they don't come boxing, out. Boxing, boxing. Um... Hockey. When I was younger, they, for orthodontics, they used to pull a ton of teeth. You know, nowadays they don't pull anything. I have like. 10 teeth pulled and I have all these gaps and stuff because they pulled too many teeth out of my head. Oh my gosh. And then the best part about that is, the best part about that story is, my dad's a dentist. <laughs> common problem. This, this seems like a common problem. A he was complicit. Problems. He was complicit. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Did you uh, did you not have another question, Sarah? There about a guest. This year, one of our pod hosts had their um, kids on as a guest. Which one was it? Zach, you know? No. You would think that. You would think because no. he's got a lot of options. Because he has six of them. <laughs> then it had to be Tom. It was Tom. Yes. Yeah. Correct. It was Trent. Yeah. yeah. Trent was on it. Yeah. Yep, that's correct. Okay. T-Rock was a guest. He's doing well. He, he and his brother are here on Christmas break, and they'll be with us for a few more days, and then they go back to school, but they're doing great. All right. Well, to Captain Ron, it's been uh, <laughs> AKA President, AKA Andy Dobin, AKA Dr. Dobin, AKA, and what was your other nickname? What is your proudest accomplishment since um, you took over presidency at the end of uh, April 2023? Oh, that's a good question. Getting you off the uh, floor. <laughs> yeah. Actually moving CWIS forward versus backwards? No. <laughs> I think uh, one of the best things for the society, I really had nothing to do with it, um, was CWIS International. I think that was a crowning moment for the society that we were able to recreate what started the magic early on at the CWIS colloquium, Tom, not colostrum. <laughs> um, and that in, and that there was the people that were present for CWIS international were some of our, you know, really um, stalwart members of uh, that portion of the world, but there were so many new faces and so much energy. And I really enjoyed how much each one of them realized that they were each having the same struggles, much like we did. Um, I know we were a few, you know, we're, we're a few years ahead here in the US only because we've been having that meeting for more years. But it was really a um, really a tremendous opportunity to see that, and I think that um, Sarah and Tom really did an amazing job of sort of bringing that energy and that friendship and the and just the general warmth feeling of uh, inclusiveness to CWIS International. And the fact that everybody, by the end of it, everybody was already talking about, well, next year we have. I think that was a huge win for us, personally. Are you sure it wasn't a 26-mile bike ride around Amsterdam? Oh, that was fun. But that was, you know, that was just a warm-up, Zach. <laughs> Maybe a warm-up for you. I was sore. I was sore for like two weeks. <laughs> next year we're going 55. I second that. I think that's one of the, the real highlights of this you know, in beginning phase of of the Captain Ron presidency um, is CWIS International. It, it was a huge, it was a huge step forward. I know that some of our um, European partners have, um, have been wanting that to, to happen for a while. And I think it really, even though we've done partner meetings over there and, you know, definitely, you know, been kind of taking small steps to reach that point. I think that was a really big deal. And I think it meant a lot to, like you say, it meant a lot to the people that were 
that were part of it that had been waiting for it and it meant a lot to the people who you know had kind of stumbled upon us in just the last year so I think it I think it really helped set us set us on the map and I think it's a unique thing to see us you know as you think about other trauma societies that we're all aware of both you know within the United States and on an international basis there are not that many can't think of any off the top of my head who hold large meetings in both locations and are able to you know kind of bounce back and forth and manage the logistics of that and I think that's that's something that we we should be proud of just in terms of energy enthusiasm engagement you know all of those things and not to mention the financial component but all of those things are are hard to do and important and I think it's I think it's really important so very cool it's a big deal uh, you know this is clearly the pinnacle of your academic career what are, what <laughs> what are you going to do to maintain you know interest and you know what's what's next for you uh, I am uh, I'm done I'm going to just tap out and go sail off sail off into this <laughs> Sail off into the sunset with a bottle of rum and uh, some pineapple juice. Yeah, you've seen how well that's worked for Dr. Bauman, so you can see how well I just kind of let people do what they want to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially if I just go some places without... I actually had almost no cell so phone service last week, and it was, incre it was, that was an incredible experience for me. That's nice. In all seriousness... What do you think our biggest challenge is going to be in the next three to five years? And what are we going to need to do to stay relevant, fresh, and uh, contemporary? Yeah, so I actually think that there's not, I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, there's not one answer to this question. I think there's two or three. Um, the first and the most important one is we have to obtain better financial stability. And that's not to say that we're not in a really good financial place, but we have to develop non-due revenues and we have to create some sources of income that are not industry dependent um, to, to allow us to do the other things that we need to do to stay current and relevant. And then I think one of the biggest challenges amongst that is what is going to keep us relevant is collaboration. And historically that has been done in small groups with a few people driving that. And as we get bigger, we have to figure out how to transition those few people that were sort of the initial members into the next generation and to mentor and groom them and, and help them grow and develop this ability to create small, efficient work groups that publish or create guidelines or build apps or innovate technologies. I mean, it, it, any one of those things, but it can't just, it, this cannot be a society that you join and you show up once a year and you read the journal. This society has to be a society that you interact and engage with. And I think that's that's a difference. You know, I um, we were kind of joking at the beginning of the pod, Tom, when you talked about the fact that, you know, I was just away sailing. And, you know, it was like, well, do you have a captain? 
or do you do it yourself? And I think that's the way I view SeaWest. You can't have a captain. You can't just hop on the bus. You got to, everybody's got to be on board and everybody's got to be engaged. And you don't necessarily need to be the person that drives the boat. You can be the person that helps out, the person that's pulling on the line when you're told what to do. But you've, everybody's got to be moving and working together to move the ship forward or we're just going to get stuck. And I don't think we founder on the rock. Yeah. 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 Okay. The, the boat analogy is a good one. It, it holds up. I think the winds of the winds of change and the reefs of, of finance and the, the tidal waves of com- competition. And, you know, you could, you could, you could use it. You, that that that. you just got a little preview to my presidential address. <laughs> okay. Hopefully there's not a lot of re- references to the Titanic in your presidential. Yeah. Hey, Zach, Zach, there's a line that's important for you. Step up to the life raft. (laughs) Never step down, always step up. I like it. Um, I do want to put a, uh, I do want to put a plug in for anybody from Seawist who's going to East. I unfortunately will not be there this year, but our uh, resident member, Jennifer Brewer, won the East Orion's Award. And we'll be reading her essay at East. Woo-hoo. So wow. if you guys are there, please go support Jen. Thursday morning. I'll be there. She's been uh, threatening to have one of her friends read it so she doesn't have to read her own work in public. But I but I have re- I have read it. It is quite moving and quite phenomenal. So if you're there, please uh, go support her. Super excited. Let's have her on the pod next week. Excellent. Or the week after. That will be yeah. fantastic. Like we need a special... Okay, we'll do our our wrap up of Rosebud Thorn next time. In the meantime, do you have a final stitch? Okay, final stitch it. Do you have your final stitch? No. Really? Nothing interesting happened this week? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> nothing that last weekend, nothing interesting happened to you? I'm losing my signal. It's fading. It's fading. I'm fading. I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting I'm sorry. Busy. Nothing interesting Whoa. happened to you last weekend. You didn't go anywhere. Oh yeah, that's right. Went to Paris. No! You dumbass, you met your new grandson. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Congratulations, Tom. That's awesome. Dr. White. Thank you. What's your Thank final you so stitch? I have a new grandson. And what did you do last weekend? I went and played with him. He's adorable. Thank you. <laughs> and I maintained my Delta Diamond stuff. Oh my gosh! Tom, Tom, in all seriousness, whose who's kid is it? <coughs> Patrick's. My eldest. So Tom, how many grandkids do you have now? Oh, I got a whole baseball team. Yeah, Enzo and Rocco. Those are the O boys. Oh boy. <laughs> so they're, um, they're just as cute as, they, as can be absolutely delightful you're right that is my absolute that's my rose and my bud and there's a great book seriously there's a great book and you know zach's heard me talk about it a million times it's just this book called the daily stoic but there there's there's another version of it that was written it's called the daily dad and it's not necessarily about being a dad it's about being a parent and it's phenomenal it is absolutely phenomenal the daily and a lot of it's called the Daily Dad, and a lot of it is a lot of it is about 
you know, like one of the measures of your, of your life is what they call how full is your table? Meaning that like you raise your children and then do they want to come back and spend time with you and see you and how full is your table? It's a great analogy for you did it, you did it right. Well, clearly so I haven't even remember I visited them two days ago, so they're not going to We're all too young to have t tables. So <laughs> we're just but I appreciate the sentiment. through you. <laughs> I'll work on it. Hey, I've got, it's, it's, uh, we're, all, we're all works in progress, right? None of us do this perfectly well. Thank you. I'll work on it. Congratulations. Thank um, you. My final stitch um, is also family-oriented. My um, little nephew, Asher, turned eight, which in our world means it's time to get baptized, you know, if you so choose. And Asher does not like his face to get wet. He does not like his face to go under the water. So it's been a very stressful leading up to it of, like, FaceTime. He's like, Auntie Sarah, are you sure I have to put my face under the water? I'm like, Yes. I'm absolutely certain that your face has to go under the water. So it's been a little, it's been a little uh, nerve wracking for Azure to get ready for the big day, but it was on Saturday. Everybody that was supposed to go under the water did in fact go all the way under the water. And when he came back out with this big cheesy grin, he was very, very happy with himself and then wanted to, remind everyone that I just put my face in the water and we're like, well that and you got baptized but yes both things stand true so it uh there were a lot of lots of uh joy on his part for that so it was it was a good good victory for for Asher and uh much less stress oh uh, yeah mine's also family oriented um my kids have a problem and it's that they love shoes I don't know where they get it from my oldest two daughters, they wanted Jordans for Christmas, so I we bought them Jordans. Jordans are fucking expensive, dude. Did you buy Jordans? <laughs> you should know you have like ten pairs of them. Now. Like this is ridiculous. Man, it's like impossible to find kids Jordans too. Like one of them wanted pink and the other one wanted green. Oh my god, dude. Like whew. It was a it was a little bit of a stressful Christmas uh, leading up to it, but I found it. I got the job done. I think I deserve Father of the Year for that one. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what though, they look they look pretty. Uh, it's a nice drip. They look pretty fly. Uh, mine also is family related. You know, we just took this trip and uh, it was pretty awesome. We just didn't have a lot of exposure to technology and being around my family, away from sort of civilization and stuff. You really get to see people for who they are and what they are. It was great, like watching my kids, like at the end of the night, pick up and do dishes and realize that, you know, in all this normal U.S. privilege and millennials and all that stuff that like, there's still some people that just live their life and it's good to see. If I, if I had my way, I'd never want to come home and just stayed forever. See what needs you guys. You can't do that. Yeah. Happy New Year. We're glad you came back. It, it felt like it was 50-50 if you were going to come back. Yeah, it was, it was probably more like 80-20. 